0: inside the 30. Hester's gonna take it all the way for a touchdown. Fields stumbling, trying to cut it back. Justin Fields making magic happen.
1: goes Touch. fields touchdown. Hurts on first down, fires downfield. It's the Sean Jackson. into the end zone, his first touchdown of the season.
0: You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pigskin Project Um, seventy 79th episode, we're getting close to 80 here. Uh, Lots of great stuff happening uh, behind the scenes. Um, We went to training camp this week in Indianapolis. um, The joint practice against the Bears, as you guys had seen, if you guys had followed us on Twitter, if not, do so, because that's where you will get the updates as far as, like, tonight, where we're a little bit later than expected. Um, But, you know, uh, lots of fun. And, Ben, let's just go ahead and say it as well. I am just about two hours away from game day. My first game yeah. day, high school, quote-unquote high school game day.
1: As a since, coach?
0: Yeah, since we were in high school. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I mean, it's it's going to be awesome. But yeah, how you doing, buddy? I mean, long time no see, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, how I'm doing know. good, man. It's been, yeah, been a it long out, day. Right. Not nice and tired, but. Like I said, I'm looking forward to talk some football. Eagles play today. They're, yeah. they're currently playing today. So, but if it's that's what are you doing? Have you have yeah. you watched the Eagles? Uh, I watched like, the first half, and then I watched a tiny, tiny bit of the second. But did you see I who
0: got injured.
1: That's... I did. A lot of people have gotten injured,
0: dude. And lots of pe- and it's bad the, too, man. Unfortunately,
1: the, gosh, I forgot who it was. Um,
0: it's a rookie. Dion
1: Kane. Uh Dion Kane jumped up to get a ball and uh, came down on his neck pretty
0: hard. So, um Moro Ajomo got injured as well. He got um, hurt? I I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, he got carted <sighs> off. Um so I mean, let's see. Uh Zach McPherson also Nolan Smith. Um let's see. Yeah, I mean
1: Zach McPherson, Nolan Smith, um O'Jomo, Mario Jamo. there's um, been six injuries so far. John Kane. It's been uh Cleveland. This, this why and for those wondering, like and, and not that it's a question now because I think people like have started to figure it out, but th- but this right here is the perfect reason as to why or like to show as to why starters aren't playing um you know i understand you want to see your team go out and you want to see like your starters and everyone but you don't you don't want to risk it and for those Absolutely. wondering why i paused i have the game going on in the background
0: so. yeah um so but yeah to answer your question i'm doing just fine um i mean tomorrow's gonna be a monumental day i'm gonna be exhausted so probably gonna be Consuming a lot of caffeine tomorrow. Um probably going to be too much for my own good. I'm going to be ecstatic on the sidelines. I'm going to be, I mean, I cannot wait. So this is going to be the last episode before any kind of other updates for, you know, my team and how we're doing and and how it went and stuff like that. Because I will definitely be down to talk about that a little bit. I don't want to spend too much time.
1: I want to get all of it. I can't wait next week to hear you. Here, here Coach Between you here. and I, a absolutely. Bit.
0: I know uh, Coach <laughs> Tyler as well will probably make an appearance at some point in time, but next week is really the big week as well. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, going down to Lucas Oil and everything, playing on the turf is going to be awesome. Um, but – It's a hey, for sales off,
1: for whoever is wondering. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, and, uh, I mean, it, it's going to be awesome, but first got to talk about teams that are actually playing on the turf this weekend as well so let's dive into it just a little bit um obviously we'll get to our training camp experience later on this episode but right now we're just gonna dive into this ryan and ben bring you weekly news so there's not much really i I didn't find all that much really to talk about compared to the previous couple weeks Um, two two real big signing well one
1: really big signing but like yes
0: yeah um, so the Cowboys have agreed to a reworked deal with Zach Martin that pays him an, um, north of $18 million per year over the next two seasons. However, that is not either of the two big signings that happened in the league. Um, these are free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott is signing with the Patriots and the Jets are signing free agent running back Dalvin Cook. Um, so if you're looking at fantasy, right, and you still haven't drafted because your league's smart and you don't draft until (laughs) the preseason's over. Um, so Ezekiel Elliott, he's probably going to be the red zone target. Um, and Mm -hmm. you know, looking at stealing those touchdowns away from Ramondre Stevenson. Um, so probably stay away from Ramondre Stevenson. We'll get back to uh fantasy land uh today. It's gonna be awesome, but um, you know, and then as well, Brees Hall stock down monumentally. I mean, it's 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 huge. It's huge. <sighs> I and they're trying I to get know. David I, as well.
1: I don't know. Well, I don't know if I would say stock down monumentally, but I would I, I would agree. I mean, as soon as the Zeke signing happened, you know, I kind of thought to myself, oh, well, you know, Brees Hall. Um, yeah. you know, that, that's who who I kind of. You know, start to middle round running back is on um, the target. There is, and then two hours later, <laughs> uh, nice. the Dalvin Cook happened, and, and, and now it's stuck because you're like, Oh, Dalvin Cook would be a nice, you know, person to pick up in the third, fourth round. Same goes for Brees Hall. Hold on, give me one second, guys. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, bless you. All right. <laughs> I'm sure you guys didn't want to hear that. Um, but and then, he, yeah. I know we'll get into it in fantasy land, but it, it'll be interesting. Um, the Jets just are improving, man, and um, yeah. it it, it kind of sucks because I'm i I'm a hater for them. So,
0: so, and then yeah. speaking of another running back, unfortunately, NFL running back Alex Collins has tragically passed away. Um He wasn't even thirty yet. I mean, the guy is is still young um so thoughts and prayers as always go out to his friends and family um that are definitely mourning um and all of his former teammates and um organizations as well because he did kind of bounce around a little bit but he was drafted in seattle um so i mean for those that don't already know him and everything like that um he wasn't necessarily a starter per se but from what i hear he was awesome he was a great dude and everything and unfortunately uh, he was taken from us a little too early. So. Uh, rest in peace for him. Um, and then the last bullet point. I don't know if I'm missing anything, but um, Buccaneers wide receiver Russell Gage suffered a season-ending knee injury and will miss the 2023 season. Um, the reason why I probably left out a lot is because I'm leaving out a bunch of rumors and I'm you yeah. know stuff that isn't official just yet. So um, as we always do, not not doing that just yet. So
1: I in I, I'm glad to. I'm glad that you mentioned that just because, um, it was like a short 12 hour period. I don't know how much, um, you know, how, how much, uh, NFL Twitter, our followers listen to Get your
0: tickets, mom. Uh, we got a week. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, for
0: those listening in the future as well, my mom had just commented, there's my boys. So there we go. Anyway.
1: Um, but, um, it was like a 12 hour period. I think it was, uh, I think it was Wednesday um, It was either Tuesday or Wednesday um, Where like Someone tweeted out that Sony Michelle had died and passed away um, In like a motorcycle accident um, And that That did not happen So for those who have like heard that There was a rumor that did not happen Sony Michelle is still with yeah, us thank, thank God And it, um, it, it, it does frustrate me A little bit that like People are so worried about being like the people to break the news that you don't double or triple check your resources, especially when it comes to something that serious yeah. um, that you just send that out. And um, yeah, you know, thoughts of press to his family, thank the Lord that he's okay. And you know, he's still with us and that everything is good.
0: Absolutely. Um So let's go ahead and move on. Cause that's really all that we had for weekly news. Um, we might get a little bit, you know, you know, I say this. We'll see how it goes. I was gonna say we always say it might be a little quick. We end up on time. Let's let's see how it goes.
1: You think you know football? It. Well prove it. This is Pigskin Pick'em.
0: All right. So we're finishing up the NFC or the AFC North um this Ooh. week. Super excited for um the weeks to come just because of you know plans set in place and everything as well. Um, so a little bit of a teaser for everybody listening here, but we're going to go ahead and start off, uh, with the Browns. And, um, I mean, it's going to be interesting just because Deshaun Watson has been very up and down. Um, he has his moments, but it's not even close to where he's Uh, been previously. So I know you have a personal bias against him as everybody should. It's really hard to root for him, but At the end of the day, you know it's we got to look at what's what's given to us. And um, right now, I'll just start us off and say they're losing to the Bengals. It'll be close. (laughs) Lose to the Bengals.
1: Oh, I I I don't think it's going to be particularly close. I think the Bengals are going to kind of run away with this one. It's Um, the defense that tells me it's going to be
0: close. That's that's I don't know.
1: Yeah, we'll both agree they're they're definitely gonna lose that. Well, yeah, we both think they'll lose. Um,
0: next week, um, <laughs> this man, bless you. Um, next week they're playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Um, I think they're gonna win this one. Actually,
1: yeah. Oh, it's a, it's um, it's in Pittsburgh. Yes, I believe. Oh, well, well, then. Actually. um yes well okay so for those who have been listening to the podcast um i'm saving every week now uh it's probably getting repetitive and everyone can probably predict it Um, i'm gonna have them split these games it's gonna be played at pittsburgh so i'm gonna have pittsburgh win this one (laughs) so I, i do have them getting their first loss this season okay um wait a
0: second you have the Browns winning
1: this one or the The, the Browns losing Steelers winning this one.
0: Okay. All right, cool. Um, And then next week is at home against the Titans. I have them winning this one.
1: (laughs) I have have them losing this one. Um, I think originally I had like talking about the Titans. um, I think I, I think I had the Titans um, originally losing, but this is just one of those games where I think, Having the addition of D Hop and just being able to run the ball um, as well as they can is just gonna kind of tire out this uh, the Browns um, defense, and I think they're just gonna pull it out. But I think it's gonna be a close one.
0: Um, this is breaking news as well. Uh, the Eagles and Browns have tied in the final. Because um, I don't believe there's overtime in a preseason game. There's not. So eighteen apiece is the final. But anyways, um, wonky score. I have, yes, I have them losing the next two against the Ravens and 49ers and then winning against the Colts.
1: Um, I have them splitting with the Ravens since it's home. Um, I have the Browns winning, but then I have them <laughs> losing the next two to the Niners and Colts. Um, wow. The Niners, <laughs> even though the Colts didn't look too hot, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit. Dude. Um,
0: I okay the roster in itself. I mean, how much of this is just your bias and hatred towards Deshaun Watson? Because what I'm looking at in this Browns team is it's it's deeper than people expected. This D line is going to be crazy. Their secondary is okay. Their linebackers are still all right, and I mean their offense is scary right now. All they're missing is um, the Kareem Hunt, and he's still available.
1: Like I also I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it helps that I just got done – like the the Browns just got done playing uh, two training camp practices with the Eagles, and yeah. all reports to on watching did not look good at all. Um, but it is so there's definitely game. some recency bias within it, for sure.
0: Okay. Um, so do you have them losing against the Seahawks as well? Because I have them losing against the Seahawks, winning against the Cardinals, losing against the Ravens.
1: Um, yep, I have those exact – I have that exact three games.
0: Okay. Uh, Just because screw the Cardinals, I guess. Um, I will have <laughs> them beat the Steelers – uh, no, I'll have them lose against the Steelers at home. Um, oh. What do you think?
1: I I actually have them going on a nice little three-game win streak here Um, against the Steelers, Broncos, and Rams.
0: I, I – I'll have them win against the Broncos or Rams. I'll have them take the Jaguars game actually as well. Um, this one's going to be really close as well. It's going to be a surprise, but at the end of the day, yeah, they're going to beat the Jaguars. Why not?
1: <laughs> I I can't do it. I I can't do it. I can't bring myself to say that they will. Um, I just think the Jaguars, um, I would say probably up and down that entire roster outside of pass rushing. Um, and then maybe cornerback, I would say they just have a better all-around roster, um, mm-hmm. and then running back. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Jags.
0: Well, if we're if, if you're going to put a little bit of bias in this, I'm going to as well. They're going to lose against the Bears, um, and then they're going to win against the Texans and then lose against the Jets
1: and Bengals. To finish um, off. I'm going to have the – well, I'm, we're pretty much the same, but I I, I'm, I am going to have – then beat the bears i'm sorry buddy um hey, it's, I'm, it's but yes right. <laughs> i'm gonna have them beat the bears beat the texans and lose to the jets and bagels six seven eight
0: so i have them going eight and nine um do you have a final record for them one two i have them going eight and nine as well okay not wow this is ridiculous dude how close together we are um mom coming and saying bear down she's become a pretty like huge bears fan over the years i will say um i think taking her to like training to camp see. i think taking her to training camp definitely helped but at the end of the day i think mom we got to hit up a bears game now right i mean we have to um and there's a certain thursday night football game i know um, I've, I've got on my radar so who knows
1: <laughs> anyways
0: um yeah so next up we're looking at the ravens um <laughs> there we go. Um, so the Ravens um, started off against the Texans. I have them winning that one. I'll have them um, lose against the Bengals in Cincinnati, and then I'll have them beat the Colts for the first three.
1: Yep. No, I'm I'm interested to see if our, our schedule is going to be the exact same outside of the Ravens games or outside <laughs> of the um, Browns games. But, um, yeah, no, that's yeah. how I have them start off the first three as well let's see so
0: i had them lose against the ravens in the first or the browns lose against the ravens in the first and then the second as well so um matchup so the ravens are going to sweep the browns in my predictions here um yeah. so yeah that's that's why i've got what do you what do you think for the browns game here
1: um yeah i'm, I'm going to have them uh, lose to the browns uh, like i said i'm just going to have them split when split it comes here. to divisions so hey i
0: don't hate it i don't hate it um yeah and then let's see for the next three i have them um beating the steelers beating the titans and then beating the lions
1: oh okay so we have our first um
0: actually all of them lose against the lions here that's that's
1: tight okay. but yeah yep well then we're then we're still the same uh, i think this i think we're gonna come away and, and say this is a really good game. Um, and I don't think either team's probably going to run away with this, and I think it's probably going to come down to the last possession. But, yeah.
0: Got you. Yeah. Um, let me go in here really quick. There we go. Um, And then, let's see, they're going to beat the crap out of the Cardinals. Um, I, think <laughs> gonna, I think they're going to lose against the Seahawks here. Um, oh, this is getting scary, man. I
1: really might think that – we have predicted the same schedule. I don't know. We'll, well see outside of the Browns games. So we might well, have, have them, the same schedule.
0: You have them splitting against the Browns, so at least we're different there. Because yeah. Um, yeah, there's that. And then for the Bengals game, I will have them win because it's at home. I'll have them. Okay. I'll have them lose against the Chargers in L.A. I'll have them okay. beat the Rams for my next three. What
1: do you think? Okay. All right. Good. Now, now we get a little bit of. Um, uh, you know, difference here in our in our schedule, a little bit of variety. Um, yeah. I do. I have them losing against the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are just clearly, I think, the best team in this division. Even though the worst record in this division is going to be eight nine. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I have them losing to the Bengals, uh, but then winning the next two in LA or with the Chargers and Rams. Yeah. Teams, so
0: um, I'll have them beat the Jags. Um, I'll have them. You know what? I'll have them lose against the Jaguars here. Um, I'll have them lose against the 49ers, lose against the, all, no, win against the Dolphins and win against the Steelers to finish it out.
1: Yep. Yep. Exact same. Lost to the Jags, lost the Niners, win against the Dolphins, win against the Steelers. Awesome. So, uh, one, two, three, four,
0: five, six, seven, eight wins, nine wins for the Ravens here. Okay. Um, Let's see, so that makes it 9 and 8. And then you have them 1, 10 2, and seven. 30, 10 and 7. Not bad, not bad. Pretty All close. right, one more division to go, and whew, it's a good one, in my opinion. I think <laughs> this one's going to be great. NFC North starting next week, if you guys are Bears, Lions, Vikings, or uh, that other team, um, you know. <laughs> I know it, I'm just not saying it out of disrespect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean if you guys are fans of those franchises tune in because we're gonna have some pretty awesome content with that um anyways so um joint practice time i mean we get to talk about um the joint practice and i i just want to know from your perspective what what were you seeing that you liked from both teams what were you seeing that you didn't like <laughs> something that you're excited for what do you think i
1: i yeah. So uh, kind of just to explain the layout to people, um, you know, we walked in and everything. There's like one big stand. Um, and then there was the like two football fields, like long ways lined up, like butted up end zone to end zone. Um, and we were looking at, like we had a better view of the bears offense versus the Colts defense. Um, but then also we could look over um, and a little bit further further, down was the colts offense versus the bears defense so obviously we focused a little bit more on <laughs> the bears offense there um anthony richardson looked really good um even Same. though we didn't get to see a lot of it but i you know obviously went on twitter afterwards and dug a little bit more into it um but the, the running backs the bears running backs like specifically looked like very good like the three main guys, um, and when mm-hmm. I say that, I mean Cleo Herbert, um, Dante Foreman, and um, Roshan Johnson. All three of them looked really, really good. Um, I, I hate to say it, man, but Fields definitely had some really nice flash plays in the passing offense, but it was not consistent, and that's still going to be a little bit of my concern because now oh, yeah. he's shown that he could do it. He just needs to now do it at a consistent like level, a consistent ability
0: like to do so. So So let me, let me back that statement up just because there's a fact that you might not be completely aware of. Um, So in practice and everything, you know, people have asked them like, you know, I think they asked coach Eberflus. They were like, Hey, like, are you worried about these interceptions and practice and everything? And, The way that he talks about it, and because, I mean, I know that you're not talking about the one-on-ones, right? You're talking about seven-on-seven.
1: Yeah, seven-on-seven is a lot of it.
0: Yeah, so essentially what they're going for in that is just play development and trying to force the play just a little bit just to see if, you know, something works, something doesn't, and if not, that's fine. It's not something to where it's like, I need you to make this play for me right now. It's more so like it's practice, if if it's not I, gonna work, then it's not gonna work. So that's that's their philosophy. It's nothing like, you know, oh man, if Fields, you know, throws an interception today, or if he's not as consistent with the flashy throws and stuff like that, then you know, oh man, now they're in need of a new quarterback, or you know, maybe it's in doubt or something like that. Realistically though, it's more so a representation of what they're trying to practice, what they're trying to do. And what
1: I had seen was a lot more the, improvement on the deep ball. Yes, it was improvement on the deep ball, but my issue isn't, like, consistency on the flashy plays. It was consistency, like, in general on passing plays. Um, I will say Ryan had to step away because he was being a good friend and was getting people food um, for, like, I think all of the 7-on-7s. I don't think you really pretty, were pretty any close of, to it yeah. of them. Um, and then part of the 11-on-11, 7-on-7s was good, but... Um, like it was like even on some short passes, like the easy gimme ones, like on like crossers, there was a curl he missed that was kind of bad. I just – I would like to see him kind of become a little bit more consistent even in the short game because even if he become consistent in the short game, he'll be able to, you know, do more and that opens up so much more. Uh, but he looked – he's looked good as a passer. Like you said, his deep ball looked like it has absolutely improved. Um, and freaking Velas actually finally did something.
0: Yeah, um, something else to note as well. So reports out of the uh, final day of training camp and uh, final day of joint practice before the actual game um, to, or on Saturday. Um, the quarterbacks looked phenomenal today for the Bears. In fact, it torched the mm. defense completely. We're talking not only Justin Fields. We're talking P.J. Walker. We're talking Tyler Badgen. I mean, everybody was connecting. I believe DJ Moore caught three touchdown passes today in scrimmage play. Um, So it seems like we might have missed the right or the wrong day of practice. I mean, who knows? Um, Things that I had seen personally, unfortunately, we didn't get to see much of the defense. But something that kind of disappointed me was the fact that um, we didn't get to see that defensive side because every Mm -hmm. play it looked like oh, man, somebody's getting burned on the Bears defense. But we didn't know exactly who it was until they turned around. So I was really disappointed because that's like I really wanted to see like Jalen Johnson and how he would do and everything. And there was one really bad play that I saw when uh, Michael Pittman was running around against Jalen Johnson and it just did not look good at all. Um, it looked like Jalen Johnson got put in a blender it was not, not great. Um, but I mean, the more that you look into it and everything as well for the secondary Tyreek Stevenson has been a dog, all training camp, um, in preseason as well. That's a name that I'm definitely looking forward to seeing in the, the preseason yeah. game on Saturday, hopefully they give him some pretty limited snaps, but ultimately out of practice, what I'm looking at is a bunch of people who, um, you know, is fighting for a roster spot or fighting for a resume to attach to um, you know their next tryout for the new team their new team. Um, yeah. Tyler Badgent, though. I mean, can we talk about how he's looked as a backup quarterback? I'm like a huge fan of him actually.
1: He might be he might be pushing Peterman for that third quarterback spot.
0: I mean, PJ Walker looked like crap, and Peterman actually had some dots during it. Yeah, PJ Walker Peterman, not... but mm. He's not looking good. Um, but anyways, so there's that. Um, as far as our experience as well towards, you know, um, the end of practice. So, um, you know, we got onto the field uh, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Um, there was a roped off section and everything to where we got to kind of watch the pra- or the players kind of break their huddle and everything, kind of do their own thing after practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to see... Um, Roshan Johnson walked past us, um, Chase Claypool. Uh, but one guy in spec- you know, specifically got to, you know, he was cool enough to at least wave. Uh, you know, obviously he had some workouts and stuff that he had to get to, um, mm. but he couldn't sign anything at the moment or anything like that. And that was Jalen Johnson. Uh, that was really cool for me, especially because last Wednesday at um, training camp, he was working with um, somebody to the point where he couldn't go and sign autographs again. And we were literally forced out before he could come over and say hi. So it's not that he doesn't want to say hi to the people of Chicago or anything like that. It's that, like, it's more important for him to put the work in at the end of practice than to go and say hi to the fans. And to be honest with you, I kind of respect that. Um, And then, uh, Ben, I know that you left towards the end of practice as well. But somebody that Johnny, um, our friend Johnny and I met, um, we met Cairo Santos. He's really short. He's a really good dude um we got a picture with him and everything that was awesome um and darnell mooney actually came up and um you know went to go and sign a bunch of stuff and everything and he like dude we were so close to being able to just take a picture with him but Mm -hmm. security literally told him like you cannot stay any longer like we need you to come back and he (laughs) was like okay guys i'm sorry i gotta go and so we Uh. jogged over and bayless jones jr was signing um stuff as well and they were like bayless Hey, let's get over here. Come on. We got to go. And then that's when he took off as well. Noah Sewell stayed after Pat Scales stayed after. I mean, a bunch of people to the point where it was like, even after there were police officers and stuff that were like, Hey man, they're not going to be signing anything, blah, blah, blah. Then like Mm -hmm. three other guys came over and they're like, what's up? Let me sign something. Like, you know, so it was like, it was a pretty cool fan experience all the way around. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't even the coolest part. I mean, it was one of them, but we also met a pretty awesome dude. If you guys follow our Twitter, you guys already know who we're talking about, or if you guys are longtime listeners, you guys know who Greg Braggs is Um, now as a first time um, on the field reporter for the Chicago bears. um, He came up and everything. We were able to say hi, super nice dude. And uh, we'll definitely be having him on in a future episode, hopefully soon because he's, he's more than willing to hop on whenever we need him. So um, props to him. Thank you so much for him. That's it's like, he's a blessing, man. It really is. Every time we get to talk to him, it's, it's just absolutely a fun time. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other comments or anything like that? Because, Oh, I guess I have my little critiques, but I don't know if you have anything else. I'll kind of reload here.
1: uh, Now um, the only other thing too, was uh, we, um, we saw blue, he was, he was a lot of fun. (laughs) He was kind of zooming around the sidelines on a little scooter and, we gave him a little, little yell, and he stopped and waved and gave us a, a little bit of the, me, the costume and thrust yeah. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, and he was like, I'm, you know, I'm watching you guys and whatnot. It was, it was fun. All in all, a great yeah. experience. The Colts did a good job, and it was just fun to go watch the football.
0: Absolutely, and food there was amazing too. I was really impressed by that, by the way. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, that was good. Um, anyways, yeah, my my little critiques for both teams – um you know really for the Bears side of things um you know really it's kind of tough for me to find something that we didn't already talk about um obviously like the passing game and everything I feel like it's going to be better for sure um I think that Fields is the guy and I think that obviously he's got some growing to do still but as a you know what third year quarterback it's like this is the first year that he's actually legitimately had help. Um, the only only other thing that I could find to critique the Bears on was the fact that our depth at offensive line is awful. Um, we got to it see them get really completely bad. bodied by the Colts, um, which, by the way, their depth at D-line I didn't know was that good, but, I mean, they made our guys look like Pop Warner kids. Um, so at the end of the day, not really all that great. Um, and then if you look at the Colts side of things as well, um, I mean, you know, I, DeForest Buckner wasn't playing. So otherwise, I'm not entirely sure how that pass rush was. Um, but, you know, realistically speaking, they got to the ball pretty decently. Um, and, and they were, you know, I, I mean, the depth at everything was just pretty good. They're going to shock some people this year. And we've been calling it this entire offseason that the Colts are going to be decent. Um, I think that they're going to make some noise. I don't think they're going to be playoff teams just yet, but I think they're going to shock some people compared to what they've done in the past year. Um, other than that, I think that does it. And I think that sends us into uh, a familiar land. Huh? Yeah. Another trip to fantasy land. Let's go. I'm so excited to reintroduce this segment back into our podcast now ben what i what i decided to do because obviously we can't give up our full strategies right everybody Mm -hmm. knows um, (laughs) that our fantasy football league is a two quarterback league but as disgusting as that might sound to other people or majority of people um who have a single quarterback league it's a completely different strategy if you're drafting so we're going to yes. draft the typical fantasy league at a random position. So here's what I'll do. I'll share my screen. Can you see it and everything? It's all good. Um, here, let me take this down. Awesome. So, um, right here we have ten teams. Um, you know, obviously our roster positions: one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end. Um, we have one flex at wide receiver, running back, and tight end. Ah, uh, one defense, one kicker, and six bench spots. Um, so
1: I've spent a lot of time on this on the Draft Wizard one. It's it's been bad.
0: I was gonna say you you have the app right? Yeah. it's a fun app. All right, so here's our draft position. I'm gonna click randomize. Ben, would you like to go first or second?
1: I'll go first. You sir is are not one or two?
0: Eight. eight. I will be <sighs> drafting. Third. so how, how, how are we gonna do this by the way uh that is a great question I didn't think about this all the way through actually I had just woken up from an app when I had this idea so um here you know what let's do two okay you can uh you can start off first and just tell me who to draft and then I'll do mine
1: after well so. switch it to eight eight uh. Yeah, yours okay. is eight. Yeah. Okay. I, I switched yep. it up. Yep. It's all good. Okay. Um, yeah, no, this is the this is probably the easiest pick I've ever had. If Tyree Kill is there with the eighth pick, I'm taking Tyree Kill. <laughs> all right. No, oh, Bijan was who I wanted. <laughs> let me see who, who let me see who's here at the running back position. They're running backs, all right. <sighs>
0: To me, I think this is fairly obvious. You're
1: good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Go back to wide receivers for me. Oh, gosh. Um, I, don't, I don't want to say anything without being too revealing what I'm thinking here. Um, Let me go, Monra. Yeah, let me stack up with the wide receivers in this version here. All right, get some nice mid rounds. Ooh, I know who I'm absolutely going here. Um, is Calvin released still uh, available here? I'll reach on Calvin a little bit here. How do I, how do I search? What's going on? Here? I don't know if you can. Yeah. Don't care if it was reach. Who needs a running back? Um, that being said, that, yeah, I was going to say go. go. Um, yeah, give me Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Jones way more than I like the other two there at that position. Um, Aaron Jones is just going to consistently get you, like, a top, like, six fantasy thing. He's never going to yeah. finish as your RB1 or your RB2. But especially, like, this year, um I think Aaron Jones is a safe pick because it's going to be a lot of running from them, and mm-hmm. um, obviously he's going to be a workhorse guy. I think he, I, I think you know, kind of the thought process to pass up on him and is because of AJ Dillon and whatnot. Um, but I'm not, I'm not all the way there with that. I'm not quite an AJ Dillon fan. <laughs> so but go to go to all for me. Yeah. Let me get my quarterback, Joe. My quarterback, Burrow. Joey Burrow. The thing that does concern me, um, and I don't, and I don't think we really touched it, touched on mm. it too much with Joe Burrow, um, but there are kind of reports out that the ankle injury might be a little bit worse than what we thought, um, and I think Jamar Chase came out and like told Joe Burrow, like, don't come back until like week five, like we don't even yeah. need you until week five. Um, and if that's the case, it's going to be um, fantasy
0: wise. It's concerning.
1: It's concerning. Well, even just for them, because because their backup is Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. If Trevor Simeon has to play for four games, I don't know if you're going to win a single one of them.
0: It's it's rough. Trust me.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Let me see what running backs are on the board here. Yikes. Uh. Let me go with um I'll go with JK. I'll get burned by JK again this year for like the third time (laughs) in a row. It'll be great. It'll be great. It has
0: been rough for you, hasn't it? For uh when when it comes to
1: running back injury, it it really has been. Ah, I you can just go back to all. See who Oh, this is easy. Give me Dante. I just have the best wide receiver room of everyone: Calvin Ridley, Dante, Tyreek Hill, St. Right. Brown,
0: um, Brennan Ayuk, and Michael Pittman. Here at uh, what round would this be?
1: It's wild. That's what I'm saying. Here in like, the eighth I mean, round,
0: that's value. That's that's crazy.
1: And that's and that's why everyone's everyone's hammering kind of like the, the zero RB and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stacking up on these wide receivers. But there there's some value to be had in the eighth, ninth round with guys like Brendan Aiyuk so, and Michael Pittman. And
0: The question here is, do you buy into the 49ers quarterback, you know, Brock Purdy with Brendan Aiyuk, sharing target I, I, with Christian McCaffrey and George I Kittle? Do. Or do you look at Michael Pittman and the value with him and Anthony Richardson?
1: Yeah, and I think if anyone's gonna have a breakout year of like these middle round wide receivers, Michael Pittman's the guy to do it. Um, but again, that's it, it, so much as much as I love Anthony Richardson, um, it's just so hard to bet on on rookie quarterbacks. Um, and you're you're pretty much gonna get a zero the first two or three weeks of the season from yeah. Michael Pittman just because you you won't even have him in your starting lineup at that point. Right. Um, but it's a conversation we had, and it might kind of be like the rougher out there pick, um, out of the guys who are on the board here. But I'm I'm going Dave Montgomery. I think Dave Montgomery, um, is going to be in position to get a lot of touchdowns this year. Be, Jamal Williams, there's a role for him in this offense, and he's a better running back than Jamal Williams. Let's hey man, be frank.
0: I'll let you. I'll let you have him. I'm not. I'm not big on him.
1: Um, well, of course you're not, but he's gonna be their goal line running back. And like I said, I don't care if you get me three yards as long as you're getting me a touchdown. So, um gosh.
0: Do you take a hit on the 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 rookie wide receivers here at the nine oh eight? What do you think?
1: Um it's it could absolutely be a possibility and, and then um I forget which podcast I was listening to. Um, but, but that number two wide receiver position, the Vikings offense is like historically produced really well under Kirk Cousins. Um, Adam Thielen, I think, um, like in the last four years, has finished as a top 20 fantasy wide receiver. Um, when Kirk Cousins has played like more than like 14 games in the season or something. Um, Jordan Addison, I, my, think he's going to be a better wide receiver than, than Adam Thielen. I don't think that's too much of a hot take, Um, but I, I, I don't know. I'm going to go with the kind of the proven entity, a guy who had um, a really good season last year um, who might take a step forward this year. Um, I'm going to take John Dotson. Wow. Okay.
0: (laughs) See here. Now keep in mind,
1: buddy, you still need a tight end. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of tight ends still available. I'll be just fine. Um, reports coming out, they love Cortland Sutton. Um, uh, Sean Payton does, and Sean Payton said they might like cut out a role within their offense and kind of give Cortland Sutton like the Michael Thomas role. Um, mm. so we're gonna do that.
0: Drafting wide receiver heavy in the strategy.
1: Ah, yeah, this one <laughs> at least. Um, yeah, now now it's about time to get to get me a tight end here. Um, like I said, uh, you know, I'm ready to get burned by J.K. Ready to get burned by Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh. Um, just, I, I'm you, so sorry.
0: Look at this; it's even giving me the scripture. undo.
1: Experts rated uh, in seventy four. Would it's you like steel. to undo
0: this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> I think it actually gives um, you the
0: undo option for all of them, but still, it's just funny to joke about.
1: Yes. Um, what I- have you heard with, about uh, Devon A. Chain? A- A- I was going to yeah. say, I'm going to go with Devon A. Chain. Um, he's still clearly RB3 as of right now within the Dolphins offense. Uh, but of, of those guys, I think he had the most upside to kind of be able to um, jump in, in in by week six seven eight make the big impact. Uh, he's just a speedy guy. He's not going to get goal line touches, um, but I would not be surprised if he breaks it for a forty yard touchdown. You know, every two three four weeks. Um, we'll round it out with. Um, gosh, I don't know if I actually want to go with the player that I'm looking at. this is see, trying to balance between actual uh, strategy like and giving actual like fantasy advice without um exposing yourself exposing what i'm thinking of is, is, is kind of hard
0: we do have just about 11 days until our drafts so
1: yeah it it depends on if you're going to burn me or not and i wouldn't run it past you if you did <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're not going to do that. We're not going to draft the player that I actually want to draft here, um, but a player that I kind of was really high on throughout um, summer and it's, it's cooled down a little bit just because of the D hop signing. Um, why don't we go Chickacaco? Okay. So right.
0: and then this is just like
1: whatever. I, this I don't care about this. Um, I don't just go Dallas defense because they're, oh, no. yeah, I don't know. I for you. That's fine. Um It's kicker and defense. I think we need to phase these out of all of fantasy football. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> so no, I ended no. it with... I'm glad I'm not picking the eighth spot because I'm not the biggest fan of this team. Let's see here. All right. So...
0: Let me uh go back to my settings, and I I drew third overall, so mm-hmm. be drafting third. Starting here, all right. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson go off the board here, and I think that it's obvious who you have to pick here. Um, yes, but here's the thing too. So oh, come on, Cooper Cup is also somebody I'm looking at, but if it's if you're willing to take that hit, um. It's it's gonna be interesting, but Christian McCaffrey's the the clear cut number three Absolutely. overall pick. I dude, I don't know why he's going. So I I don't know if he's going super high in your mocks. Why is Austin Eckler going in the top five? Is there something I'm missing
1: here? Because you play in a PPR league and he catches like 45 passes while rushing for a hundred and or you know a thousand and two hundred yards. It's it's a PPR league. PPR running backs that can catch footballs are highly valued in PPR leagues. Yeah. Um here, you said Tony Pollard's on the board.
0: <laughs> looking at wide receivers who's available in the second round here. Man, um, you just gotta
1: go with the, the best player I'm a, available. I'm a that big that is never understood. People are like, yeah, that, that's never under like made sense to me. People are like, you know, I draft a running back, so I'm gonna have to, you know, wide receiver. Just go BPA. That's how you lose yeah. your league is is trying to do too too fancy. You just go BPA. Um, I
0: want to look and see who is drafted. This okay, is an interesting so.
1: conversation though. This is an interesting conversation with Jonathan Taylor show on the board.
0: I I'm not touching him. I'd be completely honest with you. If I have the number three overall pick um it's not happening for me just because you know there's so much uncertainty i think he'll be gone by the time we actually draft um in my position i don't think that that's going to be a a problem here um looking at this though the only problem with this next pick is that he has the 10 week or you know by week of week 10 i'm going Devonte smith here i think uh jalen waddle and Devonte smith it's both two wide receiver twos but they get very fair wide receiver shares so our uh, target shares. um looking at ooh running back options here um
1: i'm going to go ahead ah uh, oh come on. see it, it, this is this at? is where it gets a little interesting oh,
0: it's fine without oh, it's fine. with my draft yeah. position and everything i don't feel bad about this pick um i let's see average draft position is 65 and i'm at 38 all right, I'll go Calvin Ridley here.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like I said, it, it's about balancing what you want to give away and what you don't want to give away. Yeah, um, but I'm strictly going off the of... podcast. You guys know yeah. where like where I fall, Calvin Ridley. Um, and again, we're not 21; we legally can't bet and whatnot and, and all that stuff. But if so we could, so <laughs> if we could, uh Calvin Ridley is like yardage lines at like 860 which is just like acidine when you think about how good he's been when he was in the league so at this point in time you're looking at
0: the fifth round and this is typically the round in which you start to see quarterbacks start falling off the board yes um you're also you have a lot of picks in between your next (laughs) as well um, with Joe Burrow's uncertainty, and we already talked about a little bit, I want to be a little bit different here, and I'm a homer. Um, I think Justin Fields is going to be a huge pick for a fantasy team this year. Um, I also think Justin Herbert Trevor Lawrence would be a very good option here in the fifth round mm-hmm. as well. This is a very fine selection of quarterbacks that's available. I'll pick Justin Fields here just to be a homer here, though. Um, and the yeah. guy that I wanted next just flew off the board. Amari Cooper um, has been just taking those strides, as well as you know, getting the chemistry built up and everything with Deshaun Watson, um, it's something to look out for for sure. Um, I
1: let's see. And before you make your pick, real quick, go ahead and click on my shoe for me. Um, it 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 is a little crazy to me that a guy like I you can make an argument for your Drake London, your Christian Watson, your Dante Johnson. Um, Hold on, guys. I'm going to sneeze here real quick.
0: This man's been sneezing all night. That's a problem. I uh,
1: I work, as you guys know, I work outside. Uh, my allergies are kind of acting up and whatnot. But, uh, got, like, the fact that someone like DJ Moore is is going around the same, like, picks that these guys are going for, um, I don't know if DJ Moore has been selected yet. In draft. Yeah. He was selected, like, like There's a round half around from where you were at, which is which is wild. I, I mean I, I do think that his, his ADP probably went up like 10 points after um this past game. For those who don't I, I keep saying ADP it's average draft position. Um but if you're gonna be DJ more in the fifth round like jump w. on that. That that's yeah that's a that's a W, especially with the connection him and uh fields has been developing. Mm
0: -hmm. um so with the Atlanta quarterback situation I'll tell you this much as much of uh, a homer that I am I trust Green Bay's quarterback situation a little bit more than I do Atlanta's um so because of that I'll reach on uh Christian Watson here a little bit in my opinion I think it's reaching um and then because he's still available I'm going with Alvin Kamara as my RB2 um and then Honestly, you could find somebody um, later on the we draft yeah. for that three weeks, but he'll be perfect. Even, even just
1: do, like, Jamal Williams for the first three weeks. And then I mean, you Jamal have Williams this. I'll just go bag. ahead
0: and draft. I'll draft his three-week replacement here, and it's also a potential flex option as well. DeAndre Swift has been popping off in training camp. Um, people are going to say he's going to be taking those starting reps. So um, DeAndre Swift is who I'm taking at the 808. Um, and then – for, let's, so, I don't want here, anything
1: to do with the Eagles running back. It's always been Eagles by committee, running back room.
0: See, okay, so everybody likes to hype up the Dar- Darren Waller pick. Um, I like Dallas Goddard just because, you know, the target share and everything like that. Um, Darren Waller is going to go a little bit more, but I like Dallas I,
1: Goddard. Oh, see, and, and this is when you start having the conversation of how, how much does it matter to you. You have now have three Eagles on your fantasy team, and yep. if the Eagles have bad week, then it starts getting really bad. And uh, to, to the Waller thing, just real quick though, um, I I don't know why Waller's going as high as he is. Um, Waller hasn't produced like in fantasy for like two three years, and how often do you see a thirty two year old tight end step in and out produce the way he's been performing um, on a new team? So it's not right. that he's 32-year-old tight end, but it's a 32-year-old tight end that has not looked good, who's now joining a new team, who, let's be frank, is playing with a worse quarterback than he did with his old team. Um, yeah. So I, I don't quite understand why people are going for the whole Darren Wallard stuff. Um, I'm all the way out on Darren Wall. Um,
0: next up, I'm hearing a lot of noise for him. Uh, Brian Robinson's getting a lot of noise in training camp. I'm excited for him. Um, mm-hmm. But – I mean, as you said before, Cortland Sutton is also attractive at this point in time as well. Um, And, I mean, you've only got four spots in between you for the next two, so you could honestly grab both. So I'm going to try and do that right here. Um, Awesome. Looks like it fell. So uh, grab both here, both Brian Robinson and Cortland Sutton. All right. And then next up as well – See, here's a little tricky. So Adam Thielen is arguably like the first or second best wide receiver on Carolina's team. Um, so at yeah. some point in time, you got to think like, does this guy actually like, I, I kind of like him. I'm not going to lie as far as value here mm-hmm. um, over Nico Collins, Alan Lazard, Tyler Boyd. Um, I'm picking Adam Thielen here. I'll reach a little bit. I don't care. Whatever. Um and then here, I'm going to need another running back soon. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead. Um, so, hmm, here's the thing. I don't Take know. Take a I
1: handcuff. Like it. I don't know. Take the handcuff and Elijah Mitchell, I think.
0: That's what I was thinking as well, just in case Christian McCaffrey does it, Christian McCaffrey does. Um,
1: yeah. So, we'll do that. And then – like- we we like low key forget that like Elijah Mitchell was going in like the fourth or fifth round last year when yeah. it was just him and he did not have to worry about Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, you hope for health and everything, but if Christian McCaffrey goes down, Elijah Mitchell is going to be a top twelve fantasy running back, or he's going to produce like a top twelve fantasy running back. So,
0: so and then I grabbed the Jets and Evan McPherson for my final two picks, um, shooting for defense and a kicker. Um, so next up um we have our next
1: it's time for america's favorite game weddle
0: so i already shared it and surprised everybody with what's coming up next whatever um so ben you're killing me right now man it's uh 2617 you um i i didn't play this today i almost did but you know we'll see what happens um you want to go first or second i won but i'm I'm gonna let you have the option in easy mode i'll go aj brown i'll go first all right so nfc team it's a wide receiver he's taller than six foot one and he's wearing a number that's less than 11
1: is this small chance i played today accidentally like last night heading into the morning this morning we'll see how the we'll see how easy goes and if I'm gonna that with, like, doesn't work out, then we can do it on my computer. Okay.
0: Chase Claypool is not the guy, but man, I was thinking that, though. It's the age thing that messed me up.
1: Yeah. We leaves the south and west. How, tall, um,
0: how old is DJ Chark? Because doesn't he wear 10?
1: Well, yeah, we can do DJ Chark.
0: Okay, so that's a western guy then. What number does uh, Oh,
1: it's 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 Tyler Lockett.
0: Lockett. What? Wow. Okay. Um thirty years old though. Um let's see here. I mean 49ers, you got the Rams. Um how old is Van Jefferson?
1: No, Van Jefferson it was in the same draft class as I was people jones.
0: Oh really? Um who's the oh okay. You have um I'm I'm kinda stumped here. Um I I I mean I'm Rondo Moore.
1: I'll go it's Cooper Cup, in
0: the then. Cardinals, I bet. It's Cooper Cup. Cool. Cooper Cup's Carter. 30? That's crazy.
1: Oh, my gosh. Same Tyler Lockett.
0: I will go That's... first. Um, Tyreek Stevenson, baby. Ooh, it's a young gun. All right.
1: Young gun. Uh... Boogie Bash him. I don't know if it'll show up as Boogie, though. Oh! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, um, well, I know who it is. I was deciding between two defensive ends, so I, I... – <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> they drafted a defensive end,
0: but I don't know who it is. You can go ahead. I give up. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Gregory Rousseau. wow (laughs) i was deciding between i was deciding between oh i'm mad i did boogie instead of gregory um yeah i did not play this one by the way for those like that's yes that's just something that like that happened i've been good about telling you guys if i've played it or not Ah, that was pretty electric
0: yeah awesome well we finished within an hour so uh thank you guys for tuning in um, if you guys have hopefully any, hopefully your
1: Bears game has less injuries. than Dude, that's horrible, um, man. The Eagles game two two players got carded off. Uh, prayers to them and their families.
0: Marcus Mariota's wow. ego got hurt. Like, I mean,
1: Marcus Mariota has has been playing like trash, and Tanner Key so has bad. been slaying in that rock. I feel bad so... for Marcus Mariota. Wow. Okay. Well.
0: I don't know. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Facekin project. We will be back next week with the lions and Vikings schedule predictions. Um, we are just two weeks away, two weeks. That's it from football mattering. I mean, this is it. <laughs> so um, if you have any other suggestions or anything, please hit us up on our DMS. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, Bishop Knoll news as well. Huge, huge day tomorrow. I'm, looking forward to- I'm already tired thinking about it. Um, Thank you to Overtime Sports Network, Regional Radio Sports Network, Uppercuts Grooming, and Spotify for podcasters for helping us branch out as a podcast. And uh, until next time, this has been the Pigskin Project. We'll see you guys in episode 80.